It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. VSIN Final Countdown, hour two, getting underway live from Las Vegas at our VSIN studio at the South Point alongside Matt Brown. I'm Stormy Bonantoni, and we welcome in South Point expert, odds maker, sports betting Hall of Famer, Vinny Maiulo at VSIN Vinny on Twitter. Welcome in, my friend. Well, it's great to be with you two, but I, I have to begin. I learned this, you know, in the last couple of weeks, and, you know, Matt, you know, he gave me the eyes. Like, hey, remember, don't forget, Vinny. I have to start off with, you know, WDSB. Who did Stormy bet? <laughs> So that I know how to steer. <laughs> yes, the- you have to check in on my mental health. Stormy, did you back the 49ers again this week? Fortunately, Matt and I both actually got in early in the week on the plus two. So despite emotionally being distraught mm-hmm. about right. my team being terrible and playing in such an ugly game and not being victorious, my my like pocketbook is feeling a little bit better at least. Amazing how the cash so- soothes all, <laughs> all wounds, doesn't it? Sometimes it works out that way. <laughs> Speaking of which, how was the uh, NFL weekend for the books overall when you take into consideration some of the upsets that we've had here, but also the totals? You know, it's it's something, right? We, we saw the first week, and after week one, uh, we went into week two. A lot of folks were asking, how, how do you top all of that drama, all of that excitement and everything that, that, that transpired in week one with week two? And then we saw, well, look at week two. What what happened in week two? Now you're, 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 you're trying to forecast 
Uh, what's what's week three going to be like? How are these things? You, you can't script this stuff, right? You can't. The, the, the Colts uh, but, beat the Chiefs. The the Dolphins beat the Bills. I mean, it's just a, the crazy, Jaguars. Crazy. I mean, just the a, Jaguars against the Chargers. Yeah, exactly. Crashing, right? Uh, you know, I I just it just that's what adds to the the interest and the betting on the NFL, the unpredictability of it. So, um, a good morning yesterday for the house, and then in the afternoon. That was a pretty big decision, the the Charger game. We needed either one or the other. We needed either the Chargers to blow them out, or we needed the Jags to win the game. It, it, you know, if it was a close game, uh, you know, with the Chargers winning, uh, then it would have been a disaster because it was you know you, went, you had th- anything from three up to seven in that game. So um, that game worked out worked out well. We did need the Packers yesterday uh, against uh, against the Buccaneers. Um, Seahawks. We needed the Falcons yesterday afternoon, and we uh, we needed the uh, the Rams last night. Uh, that one went uh, went the uh, the players' way overall. So uh, Broncos, uh, the way that game uh, the way that game fell, it was uh, more, you know a, a, a players' victory last night. So, Vinny, we got this game tonight between the Cowboys yeah. and the Giants, and you know forever it was always oh the Cowboys are a public team, right? Everybody mm-hmm. loves to bet the Cowboys yeah. yet. We haven't seen this flip off this one yet, and I understand the move to a zero isn't significant or whatever. But I mean, you know, we just—I I assumed just because people go, "Oh, it's Monday Night Football," oh, it's the Cowboys. You know, I'm going right. to—I'm going to punch the button for the Cowboys. Hasn't been the case yet. Um, is there some Cowboys fatigue out there? Is it just because Dak's not playing, or, or what is it? Because I mean, certainly it's not people feeling the Giants, right? Well, it's—it's it's interesting. Matt. The thing about it is, I think people are looking at this game saying. Okay, well, the Giants are home. They're two and zero, but are they really? You know, have they mm-hmm. turned things around with with this with this organization? And then the, on the flip side, it's who who are the Cowboys? Are they the team we saw in Week One, or you know that got destroyed in Week One, or are they the team that really you know uh, put up a great performance uh, against the Bengals in Week Two? So I think folks are still trying to figure it out, and the betting kind of re- reflects that. I mean, we're sitting at. Uh, it's been mostly cowboy money though, because mm-hmm. remember we uh, here at South Point, this game opened uh, with with the Giants as three point favorites, and they've taken uh, taken everything down to the one that Giants one point favorite, a little more two way at one. Will we see more Giants money? I, I suspect we will as we get closer to kickoff. Um, and again, a money line. Uh, we do use a money line even uh, even when a game is uh, sitting at one mm-hmm. or one and a half, and uh, you know you're either going to lay a dollar ten with with one or you can lay a dollar fifteen, you know, uh, as well. So, uh, but they're betting the game under as well. So I think we just went to uh, thirty eight and a half on this game uh, on the verge of going to thirty eight. So right now uh, we, we need the Giants, but uh, with uh, this much time before kickoff, uh, that could change. The more like these numbers, the the more low that they get is when I'm always just like, okay, how low is it going to get before I can buy back in on the overs or those types of things? I know if you, uh, there's a pretty good chance if you're thinking of the over, there's gonna. In fact, what would Stormy? (laughs) Let's see if, uh, yeah, it's you may see 38 here. Okay. So all right, we'll take that into account. I wanted to ask you about one more decision over the like. What did people know about the Colts this week? That they were going to be able to come out and do what they did against the, the Chiefs because the number just kept getting shorter and shorter. Yeah, I, I think if you bet th- that, Vinny, though. Go ahead. If, Go ahead. What would bet that who, should not be doing victory laps? Who did, that who was, did Matt bet? No, that, was, that was like a, legitimately a segment last week was imagine betting this. Yeah. And that was mine. I was like, imagine like feeling confident enough 
to bet the Colts in such a short number, and I couldn't get there. And then look what they do. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, they were again. It's one of those things where the box score just, just it was so so one way traffic with with Kansas City. It just you know the they couldn't uh, turnovers. Man, it was so many games. It was just turnovers this week. Yeah, and and you can't you can't handicap turnovers, mm-hmm. right? I mean, obviously, uh, you, you you look at teams with turnover differential, but at some point you're thinking, really, when when I'm, I'm looking at a number here, right, and. Um, this game opened uh, uh, with uh, the Chiefs as seven-point favorites off of how bad the Colts looked in the first couple of weeks, and the Chiefs were, were certainly better. Um, look, it, this game closed five, by the way, here, here at South Point. I think that yesterday was an example where in that game, folks just simply said, you know what, the Colts can't be that bad, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and, and so... It, I don't necessarily want to say it was a do theory uh, on the part of a lot of the betters, but they thought the spot was right. Getting their two uh, best receivers back, mm-hmm. I think, uh, certainly uh, came came in, uh, into the handicapping uh, in in that game. So, um, but again, uh, and and it was close. Let's face it; it, it could have uh, it, the Chiefs still could have won the game in terms of the money lines, but they weren't going to cover it uh, uh, in the fourth quarter. Vinny, we have a unique thing here in Vegas where we do have a true regional bias, right? We saw it there for a while when it was only legal in New Jersey, but now I think everything for these rest of country books is pretty much spread out. But we do have an actual regional bias here with the Raiders. Now that they're 0-3, this is kind of a new thing. Do you expect the interest to fall off, to wane? Like, what, 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 how bad does a team have to get before the guy doesn't want to get in the car and come down here and and make the bet? Raider fans are as passionate as any fans, mm-hmm. Matt. I mean, and now you've got a – I'll tell you right now, this game is two and a half. They're, they're going to bet the Raiders mm-hmm. here. There's mm-hmm. no question about it. They're at home. They're against the Broncos. Um, they're winless. This Bronco coaching staff, I think, leaves a lot to be desired, and I think that's actually going to come into play with, uh, with, you know, with, this, with this game this mm-hmm. week. Uh, we, we needed the Titans yesterday, like uh, as you mentioned. We've needed uh, – they've bet the Raiders every week, and I don't think it's going to stop. When will it stop? Maybe when – you know, uh, if they've only got one win or a couple of wins in, uh, you know, the first uh, uh, third of the season mm-hmm. and uh, they're on a road, uh, that, that's when I think, you know, maybe folks will kind of backpedal a little bit. But I, I think that they're going to bet the Raiders in this game, again, particularly against this Bronco team who, whose offense is just not, not good at all. Ugh, I hate him. I'm so angry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's turn our attention to something I like a little bit more, and that would be college football. And you walked in here telling us that these first few weeks of the season, um, you've f- found an interesting trend from a betting perspective on the way that the day has gone. So what yeah. you got? So when college football these last three weeks, uh, the, the the house has had a good morning, you know, with the, with the uh, with the morning games, the early games. And then back and forth in the afternoon. The evening has been all the public's. The public has uh, has gotten out on the evening games. Although the other night we did need SC uh, Oregon State to cover against SC. That was about the only uh, late game that uh, that we won. What which, a freaking game was that! Like how your total is up in the seventies. Yeah. And it's a seventeen fourteen final. USC barely wins, and it's only. On the heels of their defense, which whoever would have thought, right? Incredible, and, and, and you know, uh, and then it went on a late, uh, late touchdown pass uh, to to win the game. I, I have to tell you, the Pac-12 has surprised us 
particularly, it, it's it's more balanced than we thought it was going to be. I mean, we knew Utah was going to be a, a a good team going into the season. We had them, uh, you know, pegged as uh, as the top team uh, from a power rating standpoint. Uh, you know, Oregon, of course, they always get a lot of support. But I think when you look at how well, uh, Oregon State, Washington has been a surprise. Washington State, it, it's been a bit of a surprise. Now, can can the conference crack the you know the the playoff this year? I I don't think so. But I think that it's it's certainly better than a lot of people thought, including us in terms of uh, rating uh, some of these teams. But yeah, I mean it's uh, it's been exciting. But the players have uh, have done real well. Uh, on the late games on Saturdays, mm-hmm. are they back in? Do they back Alabama every week, no matter what? Can you put up a big enough number for them? No, to back you know Alabama? what, Matt? They they haven't as much. I think th- this week they have. They've mm-hmm. uh, the Alabama's up to seventeen now uh, in a, in a conference game, and they haven't because they did in the first game, uh, but. Uh, th- th- They've been such big yeah. favorites, and we talked about it uh, last week as well. The big school, you know, the Georgias, the Bamas, the Cl- people are kind of they've gravitated away from those big. The first halves are yeah. betting, right? You know, yeah. because of, because of that, but uh, that cover. But uh, you know, I think we'll see more as they get into conference play now. Now, Alabama, you'll see a lot more. Uh, biz- we'll see a lot more business, thankfully, on Alabama games. We've only got about a minute left here, but. Uh, What's your slogan with his power ratings and oh. rankings? How you feel about it? So you've got polls because a lot of times we get asked, how could a team that's ranked higher than, you know, this team, mm-hmm. you know, be an underdog? Polls don't determine prices. Very true. That power is- ratings determine yes. prices. So I know that, uh, you know, there are some teams that will have the same. Like I've got Georgia number one in my power ratings too, you know, and I know they're po- – but – Forget about the pollsters are not going to say who's favored this right. uh, this week and who's not. Absolutely, thank you, Vinny. You're, You're the best. welcome. Good to be with you. On this date, September 26, 1961, Roger Maris hit his 60th home run, tying Babe Ruth for the most in a single MLB season. Aaron Judge, can he get 61 on the same day? We will discuss. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests we are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. This NHL season, it's almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all of the action. The VSIN Hockey Season Prep Guide will soon be available with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better needs to know. This guide's a must have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those who are new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VSIN Hockey Season Prep Guide by Becoming a VSIN Pro subscriber today at vsin.com slash subscribe. Woo-hoo. You're super excited. I I can't. I'm going to Who read. are you betting in Not the Kraken. <laughs> That's for sure. Anybody but them. That's it. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to read that thing cover to cover. You're going to be, y'all are going to be so surprised. I'm going to know hockey like I don't least. believe you. I, I You know, something you is telling me, me that. <laughs> you, you, should, you should not You should not. You believe can count me. on me for that because I actually am really excited about it. The, oh, the calendar is finally turned. We have preseason hockey. It's getting going. I'm excited about this time of year. But so what more, can I say? More, more Cowboys news. Yes, get it going. Uh, Tight end Dalton Schultz expected to miss tonight's game. Schultz wanted to push through the injury, but multiple people say it is doubtful that he is going to go. Um, We already mentioned the Trent Williams news, which is unfortunate for 49ers backers. Looks like four to six weeks for him. And then 
Brandon Staley comes out and says that Joey Bosa has a, quote, significant groin injury. So you already <laughs> lost your left tackle for the season this morning. And now a significant groin injury for Joey Bosa and your quarterback has broken rib cartilage and your star wide receivers missed the last couple of weeks. So I have futures tickets on the Chargers. I know a lot of people in the network do as well. Things are not looking great for the Chargers right now. It's rough. Yeah. Like, I feel terrible, honestly. And especially, like, when you talk about the AFC West and how hyped up this whole division has been coming into the year, like, it has not been what we have expected. No, absolutely not. No, like I mean, it's gone. It's we thought it was the best AFC, division ever. AFC best yes. in the history yes. of divisions. Best division AFC West. ever, and it's just been what like, oh, fire. this has been absolutely horrible. That game last night pretty much solidified it. That was going to be the case. Um, one, one little, one little fun fact. Yesterday is uh, as Russell Gage had a career day yesterday for the for the Bucks. Russell Gage has twelve catches. Comes up short. Of course, they do lose by two to the uh, to the Packers yesterday. Russell Gage has had 12 catches from Tom Brady yesterday. The entire Bears wide receiver group has oh. 11 catches through three games. I was going to say, do we even Russell know? Gage Yikes. had more catches in one game than all of the Bears receivers this season. God. Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just give up. There's well, your hey, fun fact for the day. Let's Trend. Pro get, tip. <laughs> let's get, please don't use that as a pro tip. <laughs> let's get in a little bit though to uh prop watch here yes. as we dive into the Monday night football game, Giants and Cowboys going head to head tonight. Uh, you already mentioned the injury off the top. Uh, just add it to the list. Uh, Michael Gallup, who we thought was going to go after having practiced all week in a full capacity, still unavailable. Di uh, Dalton Schultz, like you mentioned, out. Um, Dak's progressing, but we're going to see Cooper Rush again tonight. And uh, Micah Parsons, just as we wrap up the Cowboys side of things, he was dealing with a non-COVID illness throughout the course of the week, but he's going to go. And my prop that I actually like the most today has gone from minus 120 to now juice to high heaven at minus 170. Micah Parsons to have a sack tonight um, because, I mean, Yes, he's obviously one of the leaders in mm -hmm. sacks so far this year. He's got four already through two games, two in each to start the year. But uh, he also posted on Twitter the gif of the Michael Jordan flu game. He's dialed in. He's ready to go. I feel it. I just have good vibes about uh, Parsons here getting after the quarterback again. I mean, he was he, it's worth noting, times? he was sick, right? So it wasn't like he wasn't missing practice with an injury. So that's Correct. a pretty, that's at least, yes. that's something to. I think if anything, he's well rested now. He's ready to go. Probably full of Pedialyte Daniel and all Jones the different things like that. Daniel Jones has already yeah. been sacked eight times. Let's throw in a couple more from my guy. He was just popsicles guy. all week, you know, like he's just feeling great. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't like the number that it's at anymore, unfortunately. But what, what I bet earlier and what I put in the document earlier was good. But that just, again, goes to show, and maybe this will lead into our pro tip this hour is, especially for props to try to look at the numbers the night before or earlier in the day, if you can, um, to try to get the best of the number because they are on the move fast and furious um, as you get closer to game time. Yeah. People are starting to pay attention. And and if you, the other thing that, that we can look at with these props as well is like, if there is basically like a known thing that has not been made official, that is another one of the reasons that you can like look and try and connect dots along the way as well. Like if a guy's listed as doubtful, 1% of guys, since they changed the injury designation thing or whatever, 1% of guys listed as doubtful have actually suited up and played. So doubtful is is out. Like, I mean, for whatever reason, they just don't want to put out on the guy. They're just holding out the shred of hope that he's going to be able to go. But doubtful, 
pretty much means out. So, again, like if that guy's listed as doubtful, if it's a skill position player, wide receiver or a running back or something like that, I mean, like, you know, that is that is actionable information, right? Because that guy's not going to play. So where does his targets go? Where did that go? What what does that mean for player XYZ? All the things we can start to put together with all that. But, yeah, I mean, if we look here, like I said, I played the over on uh, – on CD Lamb, and that was mainly just because I thought that the number was too low, sitting at 52 and a half. It's now up to 61 and a half over at DraftKings. And listen, it's on the move up for a couple different reasons. One, the Gallup news came out. Now the Schultz news comes out, and those targets then are going to have to go somewhere. And I thought they were low as it is anyway. CD Lamb ran a route on 98% of the dropbacks in week one and 97% of the dropbacks in week two. He's out there for every single passing play. He's going to get targeted. 50 yards is just way too much. You heard Adam Levitan come on a little bit earlier. Now, it's it's not a big enough edge that they would bet it, but again, he has the, he has CeeDee Lamb in the 70s, you know, for receiving yards tonight. It's sitting at 61 and a half. If you're willing to play a smaller edge than they are, there's at least uh, some sort of value that they believe on that. The question now becomes, if there is no Michael Gallup and there is no Dalton Schultz, what kind of role is Noah Brown going to play in this? And is Noah Brown actually playable here at these numbers? Because what we're seeing with Brown, an uptick last week as well. He ran around on 86% of the dropbacks in week one, 94% of the dropbacks in week two with a with a target share of 17%. So, I mean, like... Five catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown for yeah, Brown. And, and a target share of 17%. So, if Dalton Schultz isn't going to be out there, then... That target share, if that target share goes to 20%, I mean, he's going to get 42 yards. He's going to get more than 42 yards. Like, that's going to happen. And so, again, if you just believe kind of how this can play out, the fallout from these guys not being out there, then that is certainly something that I would be looking at as well. Are you looking at anything for Daniel Jones here? I didn't even realize, by the way, his record in primetime. Do you know what it is? I do not. 0 and 8. 0 oh, and 8 they've been in bad prime for a long time, time games. I mean, they've been bad for a long time. The longest the streak by a player to begin his career without a win. The Giants as a team before Jones even 10 straight losses in prime time. Um, Jones is also one in three career against the Cowboys, but I was just looking at, at his numbers in general and nothing stood out to me about this guy, except for if you were willing to target an under, honestly, yeah. um, he's been pressured at 53% on non blitz dropbacks and sacked eight times. Granted completions have come together a, a lot better for him under Brian Dable, but like, I don't, I don't trust anything yeah, I mean, tonight. <laughs> he's got a 71% completion percentage on the season, and he's actually protected the ball a little bit better for Daniel Jones. Again, like, his turnover-worthy plays are down, and if you're a Giants fan, you know that his turnover-worthy plays are basically, like, the highest in the NFL every single year. He only even has one fumble this year, I believe, yeah, right? 37 yeah. for the career in four years. Yeah. So. so, you know, I mean, things are kind of, like, looking up here. The only problem is, is just, you know, he's going to have Micah Parsons. I mean, we saw what Micah Parsons did last week yeah. to, to, to Joe Burrow, and, like, is that really going to t- change here with Daniel Jones? And again, what what this coaching staff has done is they have said we don't care what draft cap they came in. None of these guys were their guys, you know. So like they don't care that they spent all this money on Kenny Gall. Mm-hmm. Kenny Gall has basically cleaned his locker out and left. <laughs> like he doesn't want to be there anymore. Like you know. And so David Sills and and Adam when we had Adam on a little bit earlier, he joked about it. But David Sills. Ran a route on 93% of the dropbacks last week. Like He is out on the field running two wide receiver sets for the New York Giants basically every single play. So you got to take at least that into consideration. You know, I mean, he's like a plus 550 for an anytime touchdown. 
And it's like, he's out there so much that it's kind of like at five and a half to one. It's like, I don't know, man. It's almost like, it's almost worth just a little bit of a little bit of beer money on it. Yeah, or something there like you that, go. You I know? like it. Um, the this isn't a player prop, but an angle that I am attacking the game with is I like mm-hmm. the Cowboys first half, and you could you could take the one if you want and lay more juice or the money line at minus one hundred five. But I like this angle because the Giants are actually one of two teams in the NFL who have yet to score a first half touchdown, and I'm not you know, necessarily sold that they're going to be able to win with the pressure that's coming their way. And we talked about Micah Parsons, but this defense that a lot of people thought was poised for regressions because so much of it relied on takeaways. um, They've been getting after it. And if they've been pretty confident here, competent these first couple weeks of the season. So that's, those are my props here tonight are Micah Parsons to have a sack and the Cowboys first half money line at minus 105. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I have a little bit later in the show, final segment, so stick around, long tees. Uh, I made a couple of same-game parlays if you do want to play tonight. Like, basically, if you're on the Giants and you think that the Giants are going to win, here is a way that you can tell that story through a same-game parlay. Same thing for the Cowboys as well. We can look at a couple of those later. We'll be right back. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap and the top plays made from VSIN show hosts and guests. And you're going to want Matt Brown's because my dude was perfect this week. You get 24 7 video season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering each game, pro tools, and pro tips. Sign up on our discounted football special. Get VSIN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for 175 bucks, or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription. And best smarter, all all year long, vcin.com slash subscribe. 297.50 Azerbaijani Manat. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, we are on Aaron Judge Watch tonight and all nights um, as we get closer here. Judge still sitting at 60 homers over the weekend, taking on the Blue Jays this week. And the Red Sox are stoked, by the way, that they did not, that they were able to get out of that game early they and were. didn't have to worry about it. If there's any team that does not want Aaron Judge to, to break a record, it is going to be that team. Um, but still waiting to get above the mark. He is eight for 22 with three homers lifetime against tonight's starter in the Blue Jays and Kevin Gosman. Plus 170 for Aaron Judge to hit a home run tonight. Do we get it? Minus 235 for him not to hit a home run tonight. I don't know if you guys know or not, it is very tough to hit a home run in Major League Baseball. So it's like getting only plus 170. I understand he has done it at a ridiculous rate, but like you're not even getting two to one for this guy to hit a home run. Like it's just, just, just well, no good. You know that every game, it's going to just continue to get bet oh, until he reaches yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, destroyed. That's why, like, this number is set for, re- one, there's only four games, right? So yes. they're like, people aren't even paying attention to anything <laughs> else tonight, like, at all. And then, two, yes, they're only betting the yes. They're, no one is betting the no. No one's betting the under at all. So this is just yes, 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 over, 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 over all day long. Kevin Gosman is, like, the only – here's the thing. He's a high strikeout guy, but, like, he throws a ton of splitters, and, like, sometimes sometimes a splitter doesn't split. And if that is the case and it just happens to be over the middle, then Aaron Judge is probably going to hit a long way. Like, that is probably going to happen. Only 10 games remaining. How many homers do you think that he finishes the year with? Exactly 61. Ex- really? You don't yeah. think he gets to 62? No. I do not. Why? 
Because Too much pressure or not getting pitched to or what? There's pressure, but it's also like, you know, hitting a round ball with a round bat. <laughs> You're so annoying. It's um, just incredibly hard to do also, when someone is trying to throw it to where you can't hit. Well, we need him to get to 62 so that that initial hot take Tuesday from Ooh, weeks ago would for Pujols, comes to fruition. it would come true because the, the two-parter was that Albert Pujols will get 70, will get 700, excuse me, and that Aaron Judge will get over 61 and a half and break the AL record of Roger Maris. So we need it to happen so we can cash those tickets. That's all I'm saying. Um, any Anything else in baseball that intrigues you tonight? No, Braves Nationals going head-to-head. That's a close one in the NL East. No, this will be... This this will be on the ancillary television. All right. I'll have our Monday Night Football on the main television. This will be on the ancillary television. I don't know exactly Braves what will be on one of the Braves only a game and a half ones. back of the Mets. That's all yeah. I'm Yeah, so we'll, you know, we'll watch a little bit of all that. Right. But let's talk some college football here specifically. Want to get your opinion here on these Heisman odds because C.J. Stroud has now moved to a clear favorite at plus mm-hmm. 140 to win the Heisman. It is a long season. That being said, I'm almost to the point now where I want to call this because they are not going to lose a game this year. And if they do not lose a game this year, they're going to give it to him. Bryce Young could throw for 500 yards every game for the rest of the season. But I think at this point, so long as Stroud doesn't lose, they are not going to want to give it to the same guy again. I almost want to go ahead and call this. Um, Barring injury is another part I think that has to be taken Always. into account there. Always. Always. Um, but I agree. Is- if, if if you think it's a two-horse race and it's between Stroud and it's and, and Bryce Young, then yes, I would 100%. So let's just say all things equal, they stay healthy, whatever, and stuff like that. Like, I don't think anyone can catch him, basically, is what okay. I'm saying. Okay. I, I understand that. Yeah. Um, I think that there's some potential still for – teams like and people specifically to overachieve like I know some Hendon Hooker for example Mm -hmm. how much his odds have just significantly shortened now just 16 to 1 as you see on your screen was 40 to 1 um and he's been incredible for Tennessee and Tennessee continues to win games and climb up the rankings like if Tennessee makes a push in the SEC there's some potential there because of the level of competition that they're playing week in and week out I I'm not saying that this I don't think this is over over Yet, although it's obviously extremely very likely, and if you think that this is the, these next couple of weeks are going to be your last opportunity to, to actually get a plus money price on him because they're just going to continue to crush people, yeah. then I get that. You, um, you said the only person that I would, if someone came to me and said, "Okay, I I have to put in a bet right now. I want to put in a bet, but I'm I can't bet a guy that's plus one forty. I'm not locking up money for multiple months on a guy that's plus one forty. The only the only person I would say is Hinton Hooker, and it's yeah. because you can draw a straight line to that. Because well, that's what I'm saying. His, yeah, exactly. His way there is going through the number one and number two teams in the country, mm-hmm. right? Because he they would in fact have beaten Georgia along the way, and then beaten Alabama in the SEC championship game. So like there is a there is a clear path to victory for him. Whereas everybody else, like Caleb Williams, I think is fine. I think it's a fine story, but like is. Is he going to jump Stroud or even Young? I think they would give it to Young again before they would give it to Williams so long as the stats were comparable. And that's saying something considering, I mean, we talked about it last week. Only one person has ever won the Heisman back-to-back years, and it was in the 70s. So don't, you know, count on that being something that's likely. I just think the Pac-12s, like, I just think the – whenever people are – the perception of that is just so negative that where I think they would be like – which yeah, is good season. Which is a crying shame because I look at and this is again just like killing me that Utah lost to Florida week one and Florida has turned out to be what they are in these mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. But that 
Utah is obviously on USC's schedule, whereas they do not have Washington on their schedule. And, like, if you were to get that win and Utah is still going to be ranked in that game, then that'll be more significant and give you more of that push. And then you win the Pac-12 and then you continue to climb. Then USC would actually have a more legitimate chance to make the playoff and Mm -hmm. to do those types of things and give the Pac-12 a little bit more of that recognition. Unfortunately... I don't think that anything that this USC team is doing right now is particularly sustainable after what I saw this weekend. And the defense, I mean, the rate with which this defense is causing turnovers, they intercepted Chance Nolan four times in that game with Oregon State. And week in and week out, they just continue pick sixes, catching interceptions, fumble recovery. Like what they've done defensively, given the core talent we know they have on that side of the ball it's unrealistic to think that that's going to continue. So, yeah, I'm not betting Caleb Williams futures, not betting USC futures. If you were, I would say the only thing you could really do is the Pac-12 championship and nothing really beyond that. Um, How how about the – and just before we move on, how about the now 120-to-1 Tyler Van Dyke, who was about 18-to-1 a few few weeks ago after getting benched, is now 120 to one, How about I mean, it Anthony is Anthony Richardson back at sixty to yeah. one. It's it's, it's cr- it can be cruel. College football can be cruel. You know what else is cruel about college football? This dang AP pool pull mm-hmm. and the cowardice that we are witnessing with them not letting Kansas in the top twenty-five. This is a team that we were doing some research this morning had a zero point eight percent chance to be four and zero at this point in the season. Their projected win total for the year, I want to say preseason, was two games, and they are already four and zero with significant wins. Beat obviously Tennessee Tech, not great, but at West Virginia, at Houston, coming off the win against Duke. I am so upset that Kansas has not cracked the top twenty-five. It's ridiculous. They were twenty-sixth. So they need one loss this weekend, and they're in. And you are going to be so happy, and that's all they need. They got to win. They have to win. Someone has to lose. They are 26. They they're getting in. 125 votes and are not in. Cincinnati, by the way, the next closest vote-getting team trying to crack the top 25, their lone loss this season to Arkansas. I had Cincinnati this weekend by the way, and I just wanted to get this off my chest. I posted it on Twitter, but I need to let the world know on the program as well. Mm -hmm. Skyline Chili is not it. It is disgusting. I don't, I don't even get this whole bad. Maybe it's just a regional thing or something. Like I don't get this, uh, like the chili battle. I just don't even get it. So I I am somebody who like loves chili and apparently, and no one told me this until after I had already tried it and wanted to spit it out. Like for the first time in my adult life, something I actually wanted to spit out of my mouth. It was so bad because it has like cinnamon and chocolate in it. Why are you doing that? But they said, it's not, you can't think of it as chili. Then why is it called chili? Then what is it? I just don't know. Goop? It's just some watery goo. It's just it's, goo. It was. Mm. It was just. It was Skyline really, really goo not is good. No, 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 no good around here. Um, but because their loan losses to Arkansas, Arkansas is obviously mm. taking on Alabama this week as a sixteen and a half point underdog. Am I crazy to want to take the points there with them at home and how close they played Bama last year when Alabama was ranked second in the country? Arkansas was uninspiring to me this past week. I watched. I paid attention to that game pretty good. Couldn't have been I, looking I, ahead, just, maybe, to the, Alabama the, again. There's, you know, there's chances for for all of that. I just, I don't know. It it seems appropriate to me. I think if it got north of seventeen, maybe you start to see, maybe you start to see some people get interested. The game I'm actually most excited about: NC State Clemson, because NC State got the win um, last year. And this year they have to go on the road and they have to play in Clemson that has the longest active home winning streak in the country. 
That's going to be a super fun game. I am so hype about it. Number five versus number nine, ten. There it is. Ten. Mm. You need help. Um, we're going to step aside mm. real quickly, but when we come back, wrapping things up, our final thoughts on Monday Night Football, Giants and Cowboys going head-to-head. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. 
It, it would have been, Ooh, it been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line boost and special. Lace up for week four with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to 25 bucks. Also, if you wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football, get your money back as a free bet if they score anytime. 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 Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. Now, before First we- quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth but, but, quarter, overtime, doesn't matter. Get your money back. It's awesome. Bam. But we are getting a little too ahead of ourselves because we have a whole week till Sunday, and we got Monday night ahead of us. We do. Coming up here this evening, uh, the New York football giants, a one-point home favorite at MetLife Stadium, taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Total has officially ticked down to 38, by the way, Matt. So we are at the 38. Any interest in you? Where are we at 38? Here? On DraftKings. Oh, really? Yeah. DraftKings hit the 38, did hit it? Hit the 38, and Vinny told us that it was headed that way here at the South Point. Yeah, this is... Um, Any interest now in the buyback on the over? Mm, Could we get there? No. No? And now we're back to 38 and a half, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it seems like that was maybe the, the number of people waiting on. But it's one across the board I here. love that, how fast people just yeah. jump right back on. It's one across the board here. And again, like I mean... It, I think this goes without saying, but just you know, if you're if you're interested in the Giants, just just bet the money line. Like, pay the yes. extra five cents and just bet the money line. Like, don't don't bet the one. That should be the pro tip. Yeah, these short favorite, and we again we do these pro tips. Um, that's not the official pro tip. We have like, a real whatever. One. We can but make this it. Is a really we can make good, it the pro tip. This is a really good tip as well because I think this is important for for betters to realize um, that if you. Like the favorite in a situation like this, short just take the money just take, line just in a short note. If you yes. like the dog, then you might be more apt to take the plus points there just to get you over the hump. But in a favorite's role, short favorite, just take the win. Yes. Just get the win. The the Look, if you wanted to take the one with the Cowboys, I'm okay with that because, again, with the advent of the extra point being 33 yards now, we are seeing more games being decided by one point or whatever. If you want to increase your push equity, there's at least that. But if you're... If you're betting the favorite, just bet the money line. It's call, it's gonna it's literally gonna cost you like four or five more cents mm-hmm. to to do that, and just just ensure you don't push this thing. Like just I mean just just pay the extra four or five cents. Don't push. You were diving in um, with some same game parlay potential options mm-hmm. here, and we talked about it last week. When you do these. Make them correlated plays as much as possible. Don't be adding things to your bed slip mm-hmm. that are combating one another. Yeah, so like, let's just say you are in it for the Cowboys tonight, right? And you think that this is how the this is how the cow the, the Cowboys are going to win this game, right? Well, you can make a same game parlay and and make all of that correlated. So you can take Cowboys money line. I assume that you would think that if the Cowboys win this game, they're going to score at least twenty points. So Cowboys money line. Cowboys over 20 points, which is over 19 and a half points. CeeDee Lamb over 55 receiving yards. Again, we know his number's all the way up to 61 mm-hmm. and a half at this point. So you're getting, actually, you're playing an alt number here, which they allow you to do as well. And Noah Brown, whose number has increased another 12 yards as well. You can play over 29 and a half with that. I and, love the Noah Brown piece to that, just because of, like you talked about, his usage rate increase from 
two weeks ago to now dramatic. Yeah, and, and I think whenever we I think whenever we take a look at all this, I mean like what it what it really does show is you tell the story with these and when you put all of those pieces together, that that actually pays out at plus four seventy five. So you're getting the Cowboys to win. If the Cowboys are gonna win, they're likely gonna score twenty points. And likely the two receivers are going to have at least halfway decent games, which by the way, both of these numbers that we plugged in here are far lower than what their actual prop number is set at right now. Mm -hmm. So this, and this pays out at plus 475. So again, a correlated play of how the Cowboys win the game. I like uh, your Cowboys same game parlay more than I like your Giants same game mm -hmm. parlay because I think the Cowboys are ultimately my lean tonight. Yeah. I, I did. I do have the Cowboys first half. Um, but that's the the vibe that I'm getting is I feel like this is going to trend more toward Dallas. If you want one a little bit more juicy um, and you're liking the Giants tonight, this is Giants money line over 20 and a half points. And, I, and the reason I did that is because I actually think if the Giants win this game, this is going to have to be at least a little bit more high scoring because I think that this offense is going to have to score some points to put it mm -hmm. to, to, to get this home. I don't think that they, if this game is like sloppy and ugly, I think that this is probably how the Cowboys win this game, right? We know that they want to run the ball at, we, we know that they want to run the ball to put, take the air out of it when it gets late in the game. And so um, that's kind of how I look at that. Uh, 65 or more rushing yards for Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, anytime touchdown. And then Daniel Jones just doesn't have to, like, be completely useless as a quarterback. Over 174. <laughs> His number set at 220 or whatever or something like that. You know, so it's like we're just taking, like, a, hey, Daniel Jones is not completely useless in this game, 175 passing yards. So, again, Giants, the Giants score 21 points. Saquon has a touchdown and 65 yards. Again, well under his, what did you say it had gotten to, like 77 or something like that? Yeah, for 77 Saquon. Yeah. and a half. So, well, 12 yards under, you know, what his prop is actually set at. And then Daniel Jones, again, is not completely useless. And with that, that plays plus 550. So, five and a half to one on your money. And that just tells a story of how the Giants could have success. And because he did mention that line movement um, on Saquon Barkley, I think that does list, go toward our actual pro tip, our producer today, why it was giving me the stink eye earlier when I almost changed it on the fly. So, I will not do that to you. Um, our actual pro tip is just about getting ahead of news that can impact the prop market. Mm -hmm. And early in the day, looking at these numbers, because, I mean, even the Micah Parsons to get a sack at any point game, uh, prop that I talked about earlier was minus 120 when I looked at it this morning before the show and is now minus 170 and continues to get higher. Yeah, this is one of the probably most important things if you want to bet props, one of the most more important tips that we can actually give you because, look, we have Adam and his group, and they, they bet into these things. There's another couple of groups out there that are pretty influential in the market and whatnot. And so, like, if you see a number or you have an idea of something that you want to bet – you're going to need to get in fairly early on all of that because if they see that number and they see a number that they want to bet it at, well, they're going to bet it and they're going to bet it pretty hard and that number's going to move, right? Mm -hmm. Like they have influence in the market. They are respected in the market. And so, like you said, we've we've seen fluctuations already. The number that you bet, we've seen fluctuations in the number for Saquon Barkley. We've seen fluctuations in the number for CeeDee Lamb. And you can see a lot of that comes along with, too, general public guy, didn't really looking this morning, you mm -hmm. know, like to make these, but like he's, you know, at lunch, he's sitting there like, oh, okay, I'm going to make some plays and doing all that. So like, if you can get ahead of any of this type of stuff, and especially these news, like Gallup not playing, Schultz not playing, which makes the okay. CD Lamb yeah, number like, rocket. Okay, so yeah. where are these going to be distributed yeah. elsewhere? Very important Things stuff. Things like that. Um, okay, what's your favorite prop tonight that you actually did bet, though? Because obviously that same game parlay, it's great for rest of country, people mm -hmm. that can get in on DraftKings Sportsbook. We can't hear, so what's your favorite prop? Yeah, I, I still like CeeDee Lamb. And listen, like I said, the number's gone. I got, you know, I played it 
last night and and it was just more along so, the lines yeah, of So yeah, get in last night. Get in yeah. in the morning. We can't stress that yeah. enough. And look, it was just more along the lines of I saw this whole anytime we hear this like pitch count thing for these receivers and stuff and all that like it just and and if Schultz was going to play, he was going to be banged up as it was anyway and so for me I just didn't feel like there was going to be a lot of these targets getting siphoned off of CD Lamb. I mean, we mentioned earlier, he is running around on 94% of every single drop back for this team all year. And last, uh, you know, last week, there was 31 dropbacks for Cooper Rush, and CeeDee Lamb got a third of the targets. Like, he got a 33% target share. You know, like, every third pass was heading in his direction. And so, I don't think that's going to change drastically this week, and so I really did like that. Again, even at the number that's sitting right now at 61.5, and, and maybe if you shop around, there might be even a better number out there than 61.5. There was, at least from the projections of Adam and them over there at Established Run, that there is at least a still a tiny bit of edge. Not an edge that they would typically like to bet, mm-hmm. but they had him in the low 70s, and it's sitting 61 and a half right now. Exactly. So the thing that I'm just going to continue to look at, though, uh, in this game is this total. And mm-hmm. the more that I'm staring at it, the more I think I want to buy in on the over. I'm not sure if I'll pull the trigger before game time. Since 2015, totals of 39 or less in a division game in this division game, 20 and 14 to the over. Um, So when two teams know each other well and you expect a low scoring game, 60% of the time it is going over. I know you don't um, take a lot of stock in, in trends. And I think there's, there's times when trends are your friends and there are times when people look at a trend and they overthink it a little bit. Um, I wonder if, if these offenses can get it moving a little bit better, or at least the Cowboys offense can, because last week we finally saw them start to take form Mm. a little bit more. And that's kind of where I'm leaning. I think that, that the Giants offense is going to have a long day, personally. Yeah, it's a, it's, it, uh, you know, we're, we're, I think we're on di- different sides here. I actually yeah, believe, we, no, we totally are. I, I believe in Brian Dayball. I believe in him being able to figure some stuff out here. And honestly, the coaching advantage is by far on the New York Giants sideline. I will give you that. <laughs> than it is on, in this game. Like, I, look, there's no confidence for me whatsoever in the Cowboys and how they've, pretty much run this team and run this offense in general. Like they should be throwing the ball. They should be throwing to like CB lamb should have one of the highest target shares in, in the NFL. He's that good. And it's just, you know, that's not, they want to run the ball with Zeke too often. They want to do the different things like they pound it in the middle of the line. And so I just don't, the most bet, I don't agree with their philosophy. A lot the most bet prop tonight is Ezekiel Elliott under 74 rushing and receiving yards. Finally, people are like, people are like, you know what? I'm just going to bet it into existence that Tony Pollard is the better <laughs> better back. I'm just going to bet it into existence. If I keep betting it, then maybe the sideline will realize that Tony Pollard's actually the better option for the Dallas Cowboys. So maybe there's that. Preach it into existence. That's a wrap on VEASAN Final Countdown. VEASAN Prime Time with Tim and Sean coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.